When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined back by the legend and icon herself, the one, the only Countess Luann de Lesseps. Hi, my darling. So great to see you. I love your little Santa hat. <laughs> well, I mean, we're wearing the Santa hat because we do have something to talk about. A very Countess Christmas. People have yes. been waiting and it is here. Yes, I'm super excited. It's an all new show. Um, I have no guests this time around. It's all me. I have a new director, Richard J. Alexander, who is an icon in of itself. He is just a diva, fabulousness, and so is Billy Stritch. So I'm working with the two best people in the business, uh, and I feel so blessed because they're amazing. And uh, so, you know, it's an all-new show. I'm starting on tour November 30th, um, running, you know, eight dates and eight nights over at 54 Below, and then I'm in, you know, Florida, I'm in Mass- um, DC, uh, Boston, um, New Jersey. So you can check it out on, on my website, uh, countessluann.com and you'll have all the dates right there. And uh, it's a really fun show and I'm super excited. I'm working really hard um, to bring it. I'm gonna bring it. How good does it feel after COVID? I mean, you were, you were selling out night after night to take such a long break. How great does it feel to be like back performing live? It, you know, it's great. I mean, it's, um, you know, the creative part of the process of doing the show is the most fun that I enjoy the most. You know, it's a lot of kind of Christmas music that I kind of flip on its head and have fun with. Um, and of course, there's always stories. And, you know, I love to do the Q&A with the audience. So it's really going to be a fun time. And I couldn't be more excited to get back on stage because, you know, Cabaret was a, was a lifesaver for me in terms of um, all the things I've been through in my life. And it was just gives me so much joy. And, and I love the, the reaction of the fans who, who love the show. And, and they love it because it's a great show. And I'm very proud of it. And it's starting out, you know, listen, I've been to your show many, 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 many you know, times. You're the best. Well, you're the best and it's a great show, but it's starting out this, you know, no, November 30th back at 54 below. I mean, how are you nostalgic to start right back where this, you know, it was the little show that could when this just started. That's right. That was, you know, that's where the show started. Um, and I am, you know, so happy to be back, you know, again, after these last couple of years and to be back in my home, it's like home base, you know, it's like, 
home field. So I'm, you know, and I love the venue. I love 54 Below, Feinstein's, you know, Michael is a friend of mine and to be able to play his club. I mean, I have eight shows. I think they're almost sold out. So um, we might be adding more shows. So that's exciting too, to know that, you know, people are really excited. They, they're buying tickets. They really want to see the show. That's a great, you know, beautiful thing for me to know that people are excited about it. And we're going to hear the new song, What Do I Want for Christmas, performed. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're going to see the video, which is coming out soon. So the song and the video is coming out in November. So, um, but, you know, for those, for those who are in the audience, you'll get to, you know, be in the room with me and all the ladies, because a lot of the ladies are in the video of The Housewives. How did you decide, and I think it's a great idea this time around, to just have it be all Countess Loandela Saps and no guests? Well, you know, I, um, I really, I really saw through doing my shows that whenever I went off the stage, people were on their phones, they were talking, they were not paying attention. So I realized that they really just want to see me and they came for me. So it should be me the whole time. So I decided I'm not going to have any guests aside from, of course, special guests who might just pop in, uh, always, always welcome. You know, I love, you know, um, I love, there's so many, you know, great talented people out there and, you know, housewives and, you know, friends that I have that are fabulous. So you never know, there might be a, a surprise guest appearance every once in a while, but the show is really written and based on, on me this time around. And uh, if a guest pops up, fantastic. Well, speaking of that, you've had so many of the housewives in your show, you know, pop up and in your videos, not just from New York, we had Lisa Rinna and Cynthia Bailey in feeling Giovanni, if there was one housewife off the top of your head that you would love to have in like your next video for your, maybe your next song, who would come to mind? Uh, let's see. Um, it, it doesn't have to be I, New York. Right, right, right. No, I'm thinking um, probably Kathy Hilton. <laughs> or Kyle, you know, I love Kyle. I got to know Kyle on the Ultimate Girls Trip. So I really love her and, you know, it'd be a little fun to have a little Hilton sister action. There ain't nothing wrong with a Kyle or a Kathy Hilton. That is for sure. Right? When you look back, like speaking of where it all began at 54, you know, it was the little show that could, you went on, you sold out all of these venues. Like, do you ever look back and just say like, wow, like this cabaret is a real, it, this is huge. You know, do you ever. This, you know, this is my, this is my career. You know, it's not just a, like you say, it was a little show that that couldn't in the very beginning or and now it's, you know, it's grown into a Live Nation tour. And, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled. And, you know, I get so much joy um, being on stage and I and I love it. So, I mean, for me to think back after the last two years of shows, I did like 90 shows in two years. So I was on the road a lot and I loved every minute of it. So, you know, I'm super excited that this is happening again. And 2021 is here and, and, you know, and we're able to move on, you know, I know people are still trepidatious about theaters, but, you know, um, it's safe, you know, everybody um, is, you know, COVID, you know, vaccined, et cetera. So I'm, you know, I'm super excited to be back in the room with my fans. Um, and that's why I didn't really do anything online. I just really wanted to wait until it was safe to be out there and get on stage um, because there's nothing like a live show in person. I would agree with that. What about if you could do a duet with any singer, male or female? Like, who would you love to do a duet with? Oh, well, one of my favorites is Kristen Chenoweth. And 
well, let's see, Kristen Chenoweth is one of my faves. Um, God, there's so many people that I would love to, you know, Dua Lipa, <laughs> Selena Gomez, I mean, Kelly Clarkson, the list goes on. There's nothing wrong with that list. <laughs> nothing wrong with that Did you list. See Kelly, well, I did just put something, you know, we're doing the Kelly Clarkson show coming up and I put on my Instagram, her singing Money Can't Buy You a Class. How fabulous was that? Oh, listen, I'm a huge Kelly Clarkson fan and I saw that on your Instagram and I was like, this is like the combo that like I'm living for here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of guests and housewives that have appeared with you over the years, you know, now that, you know, Roni season 13 is over, you know, how did that feel? Like it ended on a high note. It ended, you know, we ended on a good note. Um, I, I felt like, you know, we said everything we had to say. It was you know, disappointing we didn't have the reunion, but, you know, timing wise, and it was just too late to the party. And so we're just moving on. And, you know, I know there's some casting going on, so I'm looking forward to the next season. Well, I'm looking forward to the next season too. You know, <laughs> speaking of season 14, is there anything you want to, is there any news you can break here today, Luann? Well, you know, um, I don't really have news on the next season. I just know that there will be a next season and I'm really looking forward to getting, you know, getting our show back and getting, you know, getting our, our girls back on Bravo, you know? Um, so I have no doubt the show is definitely coming back and, you know, we're going to come back stronger than ever because we're in New York city. Listen, this is the best city in the world, right? Isn't it? I mean, I love it. I was walking around because it's fall and it's just so beautiful out. And, you know, in the history that the city has, and I was at Columbus Circle yesterday and just walking around in the fountains and, you know, um, just that whole area and Central Park. And it's just so beautiful. So I feel very lucky to have New York City as our backdrop for our show. And now things are open. It's, I mean, I'm looking forward to season 14 also. What about, you know, do you, listen, you're an OG, you've been at this 13 seasons. Do you play into all of, you know, casting rumors and chatter that, you know, surfaces on the blogs and all of that? Like, does that? No, you know, listen, darling, I, you know, I've been on the show for 13 years because I have staying power because I don't let the talk and the gossip, you know, get to me. I, you know, I'm not involved per se in casting, Although, of course, I weigh in heavily on who <laughs> might be casted, I'd like to thank because, you know, I am an OG, so whoever they bring around. Um, and anyway, so I, you know, I'm, I don't know, you know, who will be on next season. I just know that whatever and whoever is on next season, it'll be stronger than ever because, you know, New York City ain't going anywhere. No, it is not. And you're busy now with your cabaret, you know, a very countess christmas yeah no i'm busy with my cabaret you know i've got a lot of great things you know coming up i'm launching my fose coming up everybody's been asking about the fose that is happening um and as soon as i have the the uh the details i will give it to you david and we'll talk about that but fose is coming out i'm super excited about that i um you know i love it for the holidays a lot of fans have been asking about that uh, it's delicious and it'll be out uh, this November. So I super love excited. it. It'll I, be out, actually, Rose will be out with the launch of the song and the launch of the music video. So I'm going to be having a launch party, darling, and you will be there. I was just going to say, I smell a launch party coming. Yes, the Rose ball. <laughs> you know, I'm always good for a Rose ball. <laughs> 
What about, listen, you've led such an interesting life. You were a Wilhelmina model, a nurse, you've written books, reality TV star, cabaret icon. If they were going to pick someone to, like, if they were going to make a movie on your life, who would you pick to play you? Hmm, let me think about that. I mean, you know, I always get compared to, well, and I even say it myself, what am I, the Kim Cattrall of the family or what? I mean, I think Kim Cattrall could, with brunette, as a brunette, would make a great fit, don't you? Luann, I, I can totally see that. I think that is a great idea. And listen, she has time on her hands. I mean, we have Sex in the City coming back without her. I know, right? That would be great. That, that would be great. What about the ultimate girls trip? What can you tell us about the ultimate girls trip? I mean, just the title speaks for itself. It's like, it's, you know, the OGs from all, you know, uh, the different franchises, as you know, you know, Beverly Hills and Atlanta and Jersey and New York. And we just had, you know, an incredible trip. You know, first of all, it was like beautifully planned and organized um, by Peacock. You know, we had private jets and yachts and, you know, I got the yacht and uh, catamarans and, you know, we just did amazing things on this trip, you know, riding horses in the water and the water's like turquoise. It's just visually gorgeous. And then we peel back that fourth wall a bit. We, we talk about what it's like to be on each franchise and what it's like to be a mom, what it's like to, you know, um, to be a housewife and all the things that, you know, that make us all the women that we are. We have to wear so many hats, you know, Kyle was talking, you know, the wife and the and the mom and the reality star and the, you know, the actress and, you know, the concierge and, you know, we just wear so many hats and, and juggling all that. And, you know, we talk about those kind of things on the show, which is great because, you know, you get an insight, you know, look at what it really is like to be a housewife and what that means. Um, and, you know, and of course there's always drama and, you know, I, uh, I, I, the first, you know, hour on the plane, there were F-bombs on the G and we were giving an interview about that. I think it was for ET and Kenya's like, yeah, there were F-bombs on the G and I'm like with the OGs. So I've actually come up with a new song. It's called F-bombs on the G with the OGs. And I'm working on finishing that. And hopefully I will have it out during airing, which I, I think I will, um, which is coming this November 18th. So you have to look out for that new song, not only, you know, my Christmas song, but this one is coming out after, and I will be on tour after the holidays. So I'm planning those dates um, for an all new show, which is not Christmas, which is um, back to kind of Countess and Friends. I don't have a title for it yet, but maybe it's F-bombs on the G. <laughs> that, the is, that is not a bad title. I mean, are we going to hear the Countess rap in this F-bombs on the G. It's a rap song. It is so cool. And I'm super excited about that song as well. That's coming soon. You're going to have to think like of like your whole rap look. And, you know, this is, I'm like here for it. <laughs> I've already got it going on. I've got my, I've got my little, you know, zipper jacket. Um, I'm missing the hood. I should have a hood on this. I could pull it off. <laughs> that would have been great. What about, you know, like you said, there is drama on Ultimate Girls Trip, of course, because this is how There's drama, you know, Kenya gets really into it, you know, as you can see from the trailer already with Ramona from the get-go. And, you know, there's there's drama, but, you know, with seven women, there's bound to be drama, you know. Um, but I have to say that I really enjoyed getting to know Kyle and Kenya. I thought Kenya and I, mm, I wasn't sure about her. I thought mm, she's, she can be shady. Etc. And I actually ended up liking her a lot. So um, and I had the most drama with Ramona, funnily enough, but you'll have to watch and see. 
Well, that doesn't shock me. I mean, in rumor is <laughs> Cynthia Bailey has a lot of drama with Ramona too, and 50 Cent had it come out. So, yeah. I mean, will we ever, I mean, I asked you this the last time we, you were here. Is, I mean, is Ramona, do we, are we ever going to see a different Ramona where she just reflects and says, maybe, maybe I could be a kinder, softer, softer version of myself? Well, listen, you know, Ramona definitely has her moments and she could put her foot in her mouth a lot, but she does have a heart of gold. She really does. And her intentions are good, but she just fumbles her words sometimes. That's all. She sticks that foot in that mouth quite a bit. Oh, she does. That she does. Well, I know that you were in Europe over the summer when you wrapped from filming. It looked like you had fun with all of your girlfriends. You know, mm-hmm. is there a special someone in your life these days, Luann? Well, listen, you know, I, uh, with my cabaret tour happening and, um, you know, after getting back from Europe, it was like, now I'm sinking myself and devoting all of my energy to my cabaret. Um, and so I haven't really had much time to think about guys, but I'm certainly open, uh, to dating and, you know, I have flirts here and there, but, but Nobody, I'm going to, you know, call my children and say, hey, I got somebody new to introduce you to because that hasn't happened yet. But I just feel like timing is everything in life. And right now my time is to focus on my cabaret tour and being the best countess I possibly can for my fans. And I want to really deliver. I, you know, I want my fans to come to my show, have a great time like they've done in the past. And I want to surprise them and I want them to be proud of me. So, you know, I'm working hard on that. And, you know, my love life, it can wait. It can wait until, it can wait till 2022. That's how I feel. Listen, the cabaret is more important than a man, right? Like the fans want you, Luann. That gives me the love and the joy that, you know, that I might be missing in a man. I tell you, it fills that, it fills that little space right now. And, you know, uh, when I come off my Christmas tour, I'll have a little bit of a break in January, which I'm going to take. And uh, so I expect that I might have more time to flirt then. I love it. Well, before we wrap up, you know, what, you know, there's this shocking allegation now that I say like where it comes out, you know, Carol said that Bethany, you know, this whole thing with like Tom and she set the whole thing up at the Regency. I mean, that, I, I found that kind of shocking. What do you feel about, how do you feel? Well, about- you know, I, I, I wasn't surprised and, you know, karma's a bitch. That's all I got to say. That's, might this be, you know, Ramona has spoken out that like, this is crossing a line. Even Carol has like, might this be a rebirth of the Luann, Countess Luann de Lesseps and Carol Razowell friendship? Well, listen, I, you know, I, uh, I'm so happy that Carol spoke her truth. Um, and, you know, I, um, I wish her the best. I mean, I, I don't really run into Carol, but I, you know, I, I wish her nothing but well, no, no hard feelings, you know, all the housewives passed um that are no longer on the show i mean i just you know i i have great respect for them and i only wish them well and what about lumona i mean ramona said some pretty strong things about how this is not appropriate like i think is ramona secretly deep down like she's a good friend well ramona you know her and i our relationship has changed significantly over this past couple years i would say even during covid and we checked in with each other a lot and and even this season on the show that you see, we, you know, have um, a, a deeper friendship. Um, and so, you know, our relationship has changed and I feel like Ramona really has my back. And, uh, 
you know, I probably see Ramona more than I see anybody else from the show at this wow. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she'll be coming to my cabaret show. And so will Leah. And so will probably most of the girls. So I'm excited for that. And they're supportive. And um, I'm, I'm very um, lucky to have that. We'll just make sure that they all come the night that I'm there. But you know, I'm going to be there more than once. So. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Are you coming opening night? I'm coming opening night. And then I forgot what other night. I mean, you're there for eight nights, but I have tickets right. for another you, night you, too. You'll see some housewives there opening night for sure. That's the way to go. Listen. And, and past. Mm. You, you know, <laughs> we love, yes, not that. you know, we love a good past housewife, Loanne. <laughs> yeah. Final question before we wrap up after, you know, 13 seasons, we've seen you on our TV screens. What do you think is like the biggest misconception about Countess Loanne Delaceps? Like, what do you read or hear where you're just like, well, you guys have it all wrong. Right, right. Well, you know, I think that people think um, because of, you know, uh, let me think about that. Um, biggest misconception. You know, I think people think that I'm, you know, uh, Countess Snob, which is, couldn't be further from the truth. As you know, David, I'm, you know, down to earth. I grew up with a big family. Um, you know, I stepped into the Countess title um, by total accident um, because of love. And, you know, I feel like people think that, I don't know what they think, but uh, it's just not who I am. It's a part of who I am. And, you know, I play with Countess like it's my hashtag. You know, it's part of who I am. It will always be part of who I am. And listen, there's not one woman on this earth that I think would take the Countess title and throw it away after 17 years of marriage and two children. So, you know, I have fun with it. I want people to know that I have fun with it. I self-deprecate. I make fun of myself. I mean, I think people enjoy calling me the Countess more than I ever call myself the Countess. So, um, so I am down to earth. I am somebody who is, I think, approachable and anyone would say that that knows me. So for those naysayers of the Countess, get a grip. <laughs> Maybe not get a grip, but what's the word I want to use? It's like, um, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's here. Well, yeah, it's here and it's here to stay. And so you can take off those blinders now and um, see me for who I really am. And you will do that if you come and see my show, because then you really find out a lot more about me because I talk about, you know, I talk about the count in the show. I talk about my life in the show. I talk about the housewives in the show because it's a part of my life. So all of it, you know, kind of embodies, you know, my personality and, and, and who I am. And, you know, either you love it or you don't. So I'll let you decide if you're going to buy a ticket or not. And for everyone who hasn't seen the show, besides just being amazing and, you know, whatever, it's, it's hard work. Like you're up it's there. I mean, a, yeah, it's hard work, but it's a good time. But people don't realize all the work that goes into that, you know. Um, and so I just want people to have fun, enjoy themselves. And it's girls night out. It's guys night out. It's a show for everybody. It's not, you know, it's really a family kind of show. And, um, you know, I, I love it when I have fans that come from as far as uh, uh, Australia, and England, because I haven't gotten over to, to those countries yet, of course, because of what's happened in the world. And, uh, but I totally plan on getting over to London and to Australia uh, for shows. So stay tuned. I love it. Well, everyone, November 30th, it kicks off at 54 below for eight dates. Then you are all over then the U.S. Around, around the country. So they can, everybody can check it out on, on my website, CountessLuann.com for you know, dates and tickets. And um, I'm excited to see you all. 
I love it. Luann, there are very few people I would wear a Santa hat for, and you are on <laughs> the top of that very short list. So you look so cute, David. And thank you so much. You've always been such a great supporter of me and my cabaret. And, you know, you always bring your friends and you always have a good time. And that's really, you know, that really it means a lot to me. And I, it doesn't go unnoticed. So I want you to know that. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, you are, like I said last time, you are one of the nicest housewives that I have ever met. So, you know, thank you for everything you've done. And thank you for appearing back on the show. And I am so excited. My white piano. You see my white piano? I do. This is where I do with Billy Stritch, right here in my own living room, which is amazing. So. And Billy Stritch is amazing. I know. Lucky girl. You're working hard. Thank you, David. Good seeing you. I will see you soon. Okay, love you. Love you. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye, honey. Bye. Well, as you know, we've been highlighting some of our past best of episodes that are getting lost because we have over 400 shows at this point. And there are so many of you who are new to Behind the Velvet Rope and we love having you and we welcome you. So with over 400 back shows plus... A lot of our best ofs are just, you know, getting lost on our feed. So we've been highlighting some of those. And here, I thought it was a perfect day to share with you this chat with the Countess. The first time Miss Luann DeLiseps was here was right before last season of Roni, season 13. Right before it started, we chatted with Luann, you know, knowing what was to come on this season, which all of you seem to not, it wasn't a lot of your favorites. I don't really see why it everyone had the reaction they did, but I just think it's really interesting to listen to this chat with Luann, which was right before the start of last season, season 13, one of our best. We love Luann. So hope you enjoyed this new chat with Luann you just listened to. And here I figured I would share our original chat with Miss Countess Adela Saps. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by pure royalty people not just housewives royalty, but royalty, or at least the first person that we've ever had with a title, the one and only Countess Luann Deliceps. Hello. <laughs> Hi, David. It's good to see you. Long time, Luann. Long time. No, way too long. I mean, well, on that note, let's just get right into that. You know, how are you doing? Because you're so used to, you know, before this, you were on the road selling out venues all across America. Like how much of an adjustment was that? Like going from being on the road, do you miss being in front of a live audience? Yes, I do. I love it so much. And um, well, you know, when uh, just before COVID happened, I was on tour and I finished up shows for Christmas. And so January, February was like my time to like take it easy. And, um, and I was in Miami. I went to uh, LA with Victoria. We went on kind of a yoga retreat. And then I was in Miami and COVID hit. And so I got a longer break than I had anticipated, like everybody else, I guess. What is your plan when all of this is over? Like, I know you were like workshopping Mary F. Kill before this. Are you still planning on rolling that no, out? No, Mary F. Kill has been killed. <laughs> it's um, over. It's over. So, um, so I have a new show coming out. Um, I'm very excited because I have a new director with the blessing of Ben who I adore. And uh, so I have Richard J. Alexander uh, doing my new show, uh, which is going to be a Christmas show. So the rollout is, is the plan is uh, late November, December. Um, and I've, I'm already, you know, booking shows across the country. So I'm 
so thrilled. I'm so excited. I've got Billy Stritch on board, who's my musical director. So I have the best team ever. So I'm really excited. It's going to be a totally new show. Um, it's holiday and I have a new Christmas song coming out. I cannot wait. Well, listen, is it going to be as good as Viva La Diva? Honey, it is so good. Uh, I have, you know, Bruce Roberts from California is my producer on that. And uh, he's produced major, major artists. Um, and so I'm thrilled to be working with somebody of that caliber. And it's, you know, it's an original Christmas song that we wrote. And, um, and, you know, you might just see some of the housewives in it because there's a music video. I love it. Well, you know, Sonia was going to be part of Mary F. Kill. Is she going to have a part of this new Christmas show? Uh, well, it's a new Christmas song. song. And you might, yes, exactly. You might see her and shows, you know, uh, I'm going solo. Good for you. Season 13, Luann, how did we get here? I can't believe it. Yeah, 13 years now. And it's just like, you know, it's incredible, you know, that you know, the fans enjoy the show so much. I'm grateful to be able to work, especially during COVID. Um, you know, we filmed an entire season between, you know, uh, an election year, COVID, a pandemic, and Black Lives Matter. And so it was a really tumultuous um, time to film. And, you know, so I'm very proud that we, you know, we got through a season. And uh, I think that, you know, the fans will love seeing how we navigated, you know, during these difficult times. How, uh, how other than COVID is this season different? Like, how would you say it's different than all the others? Well, it just feels really different. You know, we, you know, New York is a diverse city and we have our first black cast member. And so that's very exciting. Um, and, you know, Dorinda is, is gone this season and, you know, it just feels different. You know, of course I miss Dorinda. I love Dorinda. Um, but it just it feels different. It, you know, listen, with what we've all been through, you know, it feels lighter and, you know, and it's a lot of fun and uh, there's a lot of laughs. Of course, there's always drama because when you put, you know, five women together, because we're only five. So, you know, you really had to be um, on your game. And, um, and, you know, when you put five women together, there's always going to be conflict. What can you tell us about Ebony? I mean, we're going to meet her soon what can you tell yeah, us about her? You know, I, you know I've, I've seen her around socially and I don't know her I didn't know her that well coming into the show and um you know she's a strong tough girl you know she's a lawyer um she's um she's a she's a powerhouse and you know I love that about her because you know we're not an easy group to kind of you know merge into and she holds her own and I've really our relationship you know has its moments and, uh, and then we kind of come full circle, and I think the fans will enjoy watching that. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority, and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water, and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all all-in-one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. 
They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I'm in such a good mood because I just got my new rain jacket, t-shirts, and sweaters in the mail from Tentry. Not only are these products fashion forward, but they're earth friendly. Tentry sells lots of different products, including clothing, underwear, outerwear, activewear, and more. What I love is that not only are these fashion forward, like I said, but everything they make is manufactured ethically and from materials that are either sustainably sourced or recycled. Besides being sustainable, Tentry clothing is so soft and so comfortable. I'm already wearing these t-shirts like all day and all night. Listen, for every item purchased from Tentry, they plant 10 trees. And this helps take carbon out of the air, replenish ecosystems, and it gives jobs to tree planters and communities around the world. Learn more about Tentry's planting mission and to grab some comfy, sustainable clothes, check out their website, www.tentry.com. And because you're listening to this podcast, use code VELVET to get 15% off your first order. That's www.tentree.com. Use code VELVET to get 15% off your first order. With the holidays just around the corner, I have the perfect gift for your loved ones. It hasn't been an easy year or two. We're all not seeing the people we love as much as we used to. This is why Skylight Frame is the perfect gift to give someone you love this holiday season. Skylight Frame is a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. You literally just plug it in. You use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and voila, enjoy. Everyone in the family can just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they'll pop up in seconds. Multiple people can send photos to the frame. So it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and families in touch. And what I love is, which is what I did, you can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift. So you can import pictures of you and all your friends and family, and then you can send it on to the person as the gift. Now as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code VELVET. That's right. To get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com and enter code VELVET. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code VELVET. Hey guys, there's big news from my favorite home security company. Simply Safe just launched their new wireless outdoor security camera. That's right, Simply Safe, the system that US News and World Report names best home security system of 2021, just got even better. This brand new outdoor security camera is engineered with all the advanced tech and security features you want and need to help keep you and your family safe. I love that it zooms in eight times. This means that you can zoom in and clearly see things like faces and license plates to capture critical evidence. It has a built-in spotlight with color night vision so you can keep an eye on what's going on day and night. 
To learn more about the exciting new Simply Safe wireless outdoor security camera, visit simplysafe.com/slash velvet robe. What's more, Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera by offering 20% off your entire new system and your first month of monitoring service free when you enroll in their interactive monitoring program. Once again, that's simplysafe.com slash velvet robe. I have to tell you guys about my latest obsession, Operator. Housewives doesn't have anything on Operator. Operator is set in the 90s and it's all about the phone sex industry. In the 90s, phone sex operators worked around the clock to fill fantasies. It all started with an idea from Mike Parties and Michael Self. They built a company called American Telnet. But it was the women behind the phones who created the close-knit yet dysfunctional family that turned American Telnet into a multi-billion dollar company. They were sailing lavish yachts, they were fueling wild drug parties, they were burning through cash by the minute, and the FBI was watching their every move. I told you it reminded me of Housewives. Wondry and Topic Studios' new podcast, which is called Operator, it's the untold story of a company which dominated the phone sex industry until the money blinded them and it all came crashing down. There's so much intrigue in this podcast. There are so many twists. There are so many turns. I am freaking addicted. You guys need to follow Operator on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash velvet You may not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress level is high, your temper is shorter than usual, or even if you're starting to feel strained in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased and who's not going to judge you or take sides. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's a much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain for it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and behind the Velvet Rope listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash velvet rope. Betterhelp.com slash velvet rope. What about you? You know, because you're still standing, you're an OG. Like, what do you attribute you still being here? You know, lots of coming on, Luann. Hey, well, I know. Well, listen, you know, I, I think the most important thing about being a housewife is that, you know, I have a big life, you know, I have a career. I have a career in cabaret. I, you know, I have, um, you know, a family. Uh, you know, I'm working right now on a non-alcoholic sparkling rosé. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, I've got a lot of things going on, you know, uh, taking care of myself has been, you know, uh, has been keeping me very busy in, in terms of just, um, you know, getting through the pandemic and, uh, you know, keeping my, you know, my, myself centered and, uh, working on my cabaret and, you know, working on this, uh, this new sparkling, which I'm super, super excited for, um, for that to come out, it'll be coming out in the fall uh, after the season airs, and you'll get to see me working on that during the course of the season. And so, you know, 
with a new Christmas song, that project going and, you know, taking care of myself and my family, you know, I've been busy and thank God, you know, and filming. So, you know, there's been a lot going on. And I think most importantly uh, to answer that is like, I think it's important that you have your own, you know, life. The, the housewives follows my life um, because, you know, you know, we're women that are out there working. And, um, and I, I think, you know, when the show becomes your life, that's the kiss of death. Totally. And what about, you know, speaking of a non-alcoholic rosé, which I'm so excited for, are we finally going to see the women leave you alone with your drinking this season? Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, the girls are very supportive of me and my sobriety. So, um, you know, and listen, I'm not perfect. I, you know, I talk about that the first episode that it's a struggle, especially during a pandemic when everybody's just like drinking away, you know? So, you know, I've had my moments, I have my slips, but I feel like every time that happens, you know, part of recovery is relapse. And so every time I get to another place where I just know, like, this is, you know, a slippery slope and, um, and, you know, it's, um, I, you know, I can't drink the way I used to drink and it's accepting that and like, um, acknowledging that and treating it, um, in that way. And it's helped me to stay on the on the right path. That's good. I mean, yeah, I was just watching the Demi Lovato documentary and she said, I mean, she just made headlines like she's California sober. She said like she drinks and smokes marijuana, but doesn't do hard drugs. I yeah, mean, I think, I think that's a recipe for disaster, but that's what I thought. You do. What about what have been your highs and lows for the whole, you know, looking back at your career in Housewives, like what sticks out as one of your highs? I mean, listen, you've made eggs a la Francaise, you've fallen in bushes, <laughs> you've told people to be cool. Yeah. And, uh, and I've also said Louis Vuitton even makes mistakes, you know? Um, so, so I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. What, like, what sticks out to you as like your high from all the seasons or like one of your low points? Like when you look back um, you know, at your listen, I've had a lot of low points, you know, I've had a lot of high points, you know, uh, uh, you know, the day we got Aston is one of my high points. And now I lost my little baby just last week. So, you know, uh, I think that's what makes the show so successful is we're relatable. You know, we go through our stuff. I've been married and divorced on the show twice <laughs> and, yes. you know, and I'm a hopeless romantic three times a charm. I, you know, I never give up on, on, you know, not finding the right person, but the right person coming into my life at the right time, because I think it's life is all about timing. And, um, and anyway, uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> sorry. As far as like, you've been, you've had highs and you've had lows. Right. And so, oh, sorry about, you know, the journey and, you know, and I think that's what makes the show relatable is that, you know, like this season, we can't go to the same places that we used to. We can't go to Mexico like we used to you know, and so we had to adjust like the whole world. And, you know, and so, you know, we've been, you know, through all of it and together. And I, this season is great because, you know, we had to spend more time in our homes because we couldn't go out as much. And I think, you know, it gets more personal because, you know, when you're in your personal space, I think that changes the dynamic. And um, so I think you'll see us you know, uh, connecting in a different way this season because of that and uh, being restricted in terms of what we can do and how we can travel. And so, you know, it, it's a different season. It's a different time. And, uh, and I think it's, you know, 
highly relatable as we were all going through the same thing. Yeah, sure. And I think to me, one thing that sticks out about Roni is, you know, you are all, to your point, you're single, like, you know, you just, you made headlines for Hamptons trainer. Nah, yes. Well, you know, listen, uh, it was a pandemic, you know, it was started with a sizzle and then it kind of fizzled, but that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm busy working on myself and working on, you know, my shows and my, you know, on the sparkling rosé and, and we're friends. And so it's, it's cool. It's not like all I'm cool. Well, and I know you said, you know, it comes at the right time. Would you ever consider being the bachelorette? <laughs> well, listen, uh, God knows we need a bachelorette for divorced women. Uh, putting it out there, already talked about this. Um, I would love to see a show like that, you know, where we work, we see love the second time around and, you know, talk about a pandemic. I mean, that's also a pandemic is, you know, single women out there in their fifties, you know, looking for love again. And with what we've been through and the isolation and online dating. And I just feel like there is a big need to reconnect people. I just figured, you know, the bachelorette, you're in a castle, a house, you have 25 suitors. That's not a bad way to go, Luann. Hey, listen, I love a castle and, and somebody to do the homework for me and bring the guys to me. Amazing. Love it. What is like, if you could pick anyone in Hollywood right now, like out of all these actors, like what is your type? Like who sticks out to you as like, huh? Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Put really? it out there, Bradley, you know, <laughs> let's call Andy Cohen, uh, Bradley. And, you know, I could see that. I mean, he's taller, you're taller. That, that would be a good match. Yeah. Well, speaking of 80s, I would, I would take such good care of him. I really would. Really? Would yeah. you make him exile a Francaise in the morning? I'd make him exile a Francaise. I would sing to him at night. Oh Yeah. I mean, Luann, come on. I'm, I'm going to start wanting to date you in about a minute. <laughs> what about, you know, speaking of ABC shows you made, you're always making headlines, Luann. You made headlines a few months ago with, you know, wanting to be on Dancing with the Stars. Well, you know, listen, it's the perfect fit for me, right? I mean, I would love nothing more than to learn some dance moves for my shows and uh, to get in, you know, to get in better shape because I'm in, you know, I've been, you know, really taking care of myself and getting in shape. Um, and you know, and also I have that mashup, so I got to look good in a bikini, darling. Well, two things to that. First of all, a lot of people listen to this podcast. If Tyra is listening, what would you like to say to her? I would like to say that, you know, I would hope she's a girl's girl and, and I hope she, um, she doesn't exclude housewives because, you know, we're hardworking girls, um, just trying to to, you know, to put our best foot forward and, um, and to, you know, show the world that, you know, we're, uh, we're powerful gals that, you know, want to learn and always, you know, be better and, you know, and learn how to dance. You would be such a great fit. <laughs> and speaking of looking good in a bikini, Claycation, your picture almost broke the internet. Like, so let's just, it's, was all gold, topless, right? Like that picture. Oh. It was Placation. Hot. Oh my God. I, um, I, you know, I was in, uh, in Tulum in Mexico and I loved it so much. And one of the first things I did was do the clay body mask. And, you know, you literally put the clay on and then you bake in the sun. Um, and I have to put the, 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 the opposite side because I have a great shot of my derriere. So I've got to put that up actually. Uh, but yeah. you know, it was, uh, I was at a yoga retreat. So it was all about 
clay mask and, you know, sweat lodges and yoga and meditation. And I love that stuff, you know, as, you know, uh, as I'm on this journey, you know, my spiritual side is really very important to me and keeping that connection to, um, to our higher power, which is, you know, our gut instinct. And if you have it, you might as well flaunt it. <laughs> might as well flaunt it. Why not? Would you ever, if it was done tastefully, Dolly Parton just came out and said that she would do Playboy. Would you, you ever? You know what? It's so funny because, um, because, you know, it's something, it's like, I would, I would do it a hundred percent. You know, if they would say, you know, we're going to do a housewives this year, I would totally sign up for that. As long as it's done tastefully and elegantly, of course. You are the countess. Because and we know. money can't buy you class, but it can buy you Playboy. It could buy you a lot of things. <laughs> I, I think you would be great at that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to call my agent right now, Playboy. Listen, Luann, <laughs> I'm just here to help. I'm just here to help. So <laughs> I love it. You don't even have to send me a percentage. Just, you know, send, <laughs> send me a signed copy when that comes out. What about, you know, we've had so many people come and go, like I said, we can leave Bethany out of this because apparently she's made statements that she doesn't want to come back. If you were going to bring anyone back from the past out of all your, I mean, we have Tinsley. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Tinsley come back, you know, look, you know, we all have to be on the journey that we're on. And, uh, and, you know, I think, you know, God knows I've had, you know, my issues with men. It's always about a man. If it's not a pirate, it's another marriage or so, you know, uh, it's about the rebound. It's about picking yourself up when, you know, when things happen to you that are not always, you know, positive. Would Tinsley be your first choice though out of everyone? Oh gosh. Uh, well, listen, I'd love to see Tinsley come back. I'd love to see Aviva come back. And I'm always happy to see Jill Zarin. Aviva, every time someone asks me, I think Aviva, she's my choice. Who throws, right? who throws a leg at Le Cirque and has that be your final swan song? Right, and she's beautiful and she's married. <laughs> She'd be the only one that'd be married on the show. And, yes, and I know there's like a lot of talk of her not wanting to go on cast trips. Well, Aviva is the perfect fit for a COVID world. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> try to work your magic with Auntie Cone on that one. Yeah, right. What else, um, how are, how are Victoria and Noelle doing? Oh my God, they're great. I mean, I'm, I'm so lucky. They're really good kids. They're, you know, they live in their art bubble. You know, they're both artists. And have you seen Noelle's Instagram? I've seen, I haven't seen it recently, but I've seen it. His work is, yes. His, his work is off the hook. My daughter is actually writing a fantasy novel right now. And, um, and she draws all the characters and it's amazing. It's like, Harry Potter on, on, you know, on speed. It's, it's really cool what she's doing. And so my kids are creative. They're good at being on their own and I'm blessed because they don't need, you know, they love their family. They don't need a lot of people. They have their good friends and uh, they're not party kids, you know, so I'm just, I'm thrilled to have kids that are down to earth and, you know, who are not seeking fame really. That's a key thing. Cause we mm-hmm. all know how that works. Right. What about, you know, I ask you who you would want back. Who do you think they might have made, you know, just like a little off center where I don't know how this person got cast in New York. We've had lots of seasons. Um, 
gosh, I don't want to throw any names out there, darling. You know how that goes. That's why I'm around for 13 years. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. We'll keep it all positive. Yeah. What about, because I always hear like certain, you know, there's a lot of New York celeb names. Like these are the names that I always hear. Who do you think would be the best fit out of these? Okay, let's, okay let's do multiple choice. I love it. Christy Brinkley, Vanessa Williams, Candace Bushnell, mm-hmm. Sex and the City, Kara Sedgwick, or believe it or not, I mean, I don't think she's an option now, but I've heard Melania Trump. Well, I mean, I'd love to see Candace because Candace is a friend of mine and she's fabulous. Um, Vanessa Williams would be cool. She's lovely, by the way. I've met her before and she's lovely and gorgeous and smart. Um, And what about Wonder Woman? What about Linda Carter? Wouldn't she be great? She lives in New York. I didn't even know she lived in New York. She would be great too. Mm -hmm. Linda Carter would be great. Wouldn't she? (laughs) You've also been announced as the first official cast member of, I don't know, Housewives, Crossover House, um, All-Stars House, whatever you want to call it. What can you tell us about that? I, you know, I'm super excited to get to know the women from the other franchises. I, you know, I know them, but I don't know them. I haven't been on vacation with them. So it's going to be interesting to travel and with them and get to know them better and, um, and yeah, I'm, you know, I'm excited about it. It's going to be fun. You know, of course, there's going to be drama with all those personalities thrown in. Uh, but I kind of like that part, which is, um, I love to see how people navigate, you know, and how they, how they, you know, behave around other people. And, you know, I think it comes from growing up in a big family. You know, I, had six, I have six brothers and sisters. So God knows, I always say that uh, my family prepared me for housewives. That's true. Six brothers and sisters. Yeah. Is there anyone in the house you think is going to be the most drama filled? You know, I don't know. Maybe like Teresa, maybe Kenya. <laughs> Those would have been my choices. <laughs> I mean, if Ramona gets in a fight with Teresa or Kenya, how I is can't that? wait. I can't wait. <laughs> You're just going to sit back and eat that popcorn i'm gonna drink my you know sparkling you know rosé <laughs> well how do you because you know so much of the show is now offline on social media and like you know every housewife think there's these huge like just battles off season you know on you really yeah. i always say this when i talk about things on this show like you are one of the examples of you know you show up you do your job you're part that's of housewives right. that's right but like there's no extra money for like taking it to the grave or taking it to bed on twitter taking you, it to the next level yeah yeah no, I, don't, I don't get involved in that i you know i feel like social media can be great but the downside of that is people, you know, attack each other from their computers. And I think that's, that's just, it's not my, it's not my vibe. You handle it well. I mean, I, I don't understand why people go that route. You know, and, and you see Carol Radsville makes negative comments about Bravo and me. And I don't even engage because she's not worth my energy. That's really smart. You just, I think other people should take. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know. It takes energy and it gives you negative energy to get involved in negative conversations. We've been through enough negative in life right now. And that's not where my head is. I love it. What about, you know, speaking of Ramona this season, are we going to see any, I mean, how is my friend Ramona and are we going to see any glimpse of personal growth in Ramona? Like, is is there any (laughs) self-awareness that we're going to see? Well, you know, listen, uh, 
there's personal growth in terms of our relationship and that you're going to see because, you know, it, she, Ramona has warmed up to me because in the past she hasn't been nice to me, you know? So, um, so you're going to see our relationship, you know, I moved to the Upper East Side and now she's all happy about that. And, you know, and, you know, and I lived on the Upper East Side, you know, I had my townhouse for years, you know, it's not that I never lived on the Upper East Side, but she's loving the fact that I'm around the corner. And um, so, you know, you'll see her shift in that respect in terms of our relationship getting better and closer. Um, and, you know, but you got to love Ramona because she can help but put her foot in it. And she's authentic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I'll take authentic any day, no matter who you are. You know, uh, I like to deal with real people. And, you know, she, you know, you got to love her for who she is. At least you know what you get with her, where some of the others are nice to your face. That's right. I agree. I've seen it. What is, after all these years, something we don't know about you that we would just be shocked to find out about the Countess? Shocked to find out about me? Um, <laughs> that I like to clean. <laughs> I like to do laundry. I like to iron. <laughs> I put it on social media the other day. I was ironing. Um, I just find it, you know, with COVID and everything, you know, you couldn't have anybody come over and et cetera. And I just, you know, I got very like, I'm a home. I like to be in my home. I'm a tourist. I mean, I love my home. I love my friends. Um, and this is, oh, this is how I started my cabaret. This is something that people don't know is that a very good friend of mine said to me, Luann, you love to sing to your friends. You love to tell jokes because my friends know I love to tell jokes and you love to entertain. You're a cabaret queen. And I was like, really? You think so? And, and so he, you know, that's how I met Ben. He introduced me to Ben and I started writing with Ben, my cabaret show. And this is how the cabaret was really born for my, you know, cause when you come to my show and you've been to so many of my shows and I so love you for that because you've been so supportive of me and my career um, you saw me take a nosedive and then you saw me rise like a Phoenix on the stage and you were always there cheering for me. And I love you for that so much. Thank um, you. no, really. And uh, I'll never forget that. And, you know, um, you know, to, to have that kind of support, it means everything to me. And so, uh, where was, I, I, I lost my train. About how you started your cabaret. Oh, right. So, so, you know, the reason why I started that cabaret is because this is what I do love to do. I love to be at home. I love to have my friends over. I love to make dinner. I love to cook. I love to garden. I have my flower garden. You know, that's a part of me that most people don't get to see because, you know, um, you know, we, we tend to like to see the drama, but, but I'm really kind of somebody who enjoys being at home and taking care of my house and even ironing and doing wash. Yeah. Well, yes, you know, thank you. That's very kind of you to say to me. And, you know, listen, two things, and then I'll ask you my last question. Everyone always asks me, because I know all the housewives, blah, blah, blah. Everyone always asks me, like, about you, and I literally, you are completely a class act. Before this mm -hmm. podcast was a big thing, back when I was a stranger coming to your show, so I really appreciate that. I tell everyone, you are literally really what you see is what you get and you are a genuine nice person. And I don't say that about all of your colleagues, <laughs> especially you, your New York colleagues. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. No, it's, and I can't believe I'm um, congratulations on the podcast. It's so great. I mean, it's awesome what you've been able to build. It's wonderful. And that Happy too is COVID. Proud like, of you. I'm proud of you. 
Thank you. It's, it's come a long way. Yeah, it's amazing. What can we expect next from you in life? You know, look, I, um, I just want to continue, you know, on my cabaret tour. You know, that's something that I can do. I just can't, I just went to the, uh, I was in Florida. So I went to Boca and I saw Marilyn May perform. Wow. 93. It was her 93rd birthday. And actually Mo Rocco was there from CBS. They were doing a story on her. And I was in the graces of the most incredible people from radio to cabaret stars, to directors, uh, Richard J. Alexander, to, you know, incredible people celebrating, you know, with Billy Stritch, um, uh, Marilyn May's 93rd birthday. And there she is killing it on stage. That's who I want to be. I want to be able to perform, you know, uh, beyond Housewives because this is my true joy and thing thing that makes me happy. And uh, so I'm blessed that I found through the Housewives because I kind of did. I found a cabaret career through the show and I'm forever grateful for that. And as we wrap up, I say this all the time too. That's really the key is to find something. I mean, can this go on forever? Why not? Oh, you the housewives. Oh, the cabaret. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Can the housewives go on forever? I don't know. I mean, I think everything has, you know, it has to have an end, a beginning and an end. And, you know, I just don't see an end in sight. Do you? No. <laughs> so I'll be with Ramona in the park with canes and walkers. I mean, <laughs> people will be watching that. And final question if you could go back now, season one, Luann. Yeah. Baby Countess, what advice would you give to yourself, season one? Don't back? take yourself so seriously. Well, you don't. And I think we've no, seen I that don't. metamorphosis. Yeah. yeah. And that's when it all. It's came. true. It's true. You know, um, yeah, it's true. You know, life is, uh, has a way of, you know, if you're lucky, humbling yourself and like looking back and going, wow. You know, uh, I really have changed and I have grown and, uh, and, and, you know, I'm, uh, I'm grateful that, and I always say this, I have like a living photo album of my life uh, on, on, you know, on film and, you know, even my old home in the Hamptons and my dog. And when the kids were small, you know, listen, I have home movies, but it's kind of fun to watch it as a produced television show. And, uh, and I wouldn't change a thing. Luann, I really, really appreciate this. Thank you so much. Everyone, it's back. Roni season 13. It's here. We're going to be watching you all season. Everyone needs to follow you online. Sorry about Aston. And Thank you, sweetheart. Keep in touch. You know I'll be at the next round of shows. Yeah, you, yeah it's going to be awesome. Thank you, David. Thank you. Mwah. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. See you soon, I hope. Love you. Bye. Love you too, honey. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope 
on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.